0: Welcome to episode 12 of the Hustle Sanctuary. We have a very special guest in the building today, Mr. Sean Livingston from the Golden State Warriors. Thank you so much for joining us, man.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks for having
0: me. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, yeah, I heard you're in Vegas right now for the next several weeks.
1: Yep. Getting back getting back to the grind, starting train, training and uh, getting ready for camp.
0: Okay, man. No days off, as they say, right? That's it. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, cool, man. Yeah. So, uh, let's, let's dive in here. This show is about transitions and sort of overcoming adversity mainly and, and inspiring other people in their okay. process and going through that, right? So we okay. want to talk about like, were there obstacles that you sort of faced early, you know, uh, early in your journey or, you know, um, did things sort of come sort of easily as, as you were growing up or t- take us through that for a second
1: yeah no um, i mean well just being um you know just being raised uh on the south side of Peoria um mm-hmm. you know and and just again the the opportunities uh not the same uh just you know just kind of like everywhere uh you know you, obviously we're we're going through a time right now um you know where it's it, it's freedom freedom of freedom of speech uh you know equality. Uh, you know, what we're seeing right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, between, like, the police force and uh, you know, minorities. Um,
0: yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's just
1: going going through that and being being raised, um, you know, in Illinois as well. Uh, it, it's, it's you know, you kind of have to earn your stripes, you know, just like anywhere. You got to earn your stripes. There's no free lunch and no mm-hmm. handouts. And so, um, you know, being raised by all men as well. Um, watching my father, and my grandfather go to work every day. My grandfather, um, you know, security guard for Keystone, Keystone, um, stealing wire mill, uh, for 35 years. You wow. Know, him go and sacrifice and get up, you know, third shifts and, you know, put food on the table. I mean, you know, that, it was just in my DNA and, you know, overcoming adversity, not, not necessarily just not making excuses. That's the biggest
0: key. You had some good teachers early, which is, I think, always key. It seems to make the difference for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, and when did you know you wanted to play basketball professionally? I mean, at what age did that sort of set in for you?
1: Well, it was always a dream, you know. Uh, I think that's kind of where it starts, right? It starts in the mm-hmm. backyard. starts in your head. You yeah. Know, it starts in your heart and your head. And, and, you know, you just got to choose to follow those things. And for me, I, I was very fortunate, um, you know, to uh, be providing opportunities, um, whether it be through school or through AAU or, you know, other various programs, uh, where I could get out and be, you know, be exposed or get exposure. Um, you know, cause not too many coaches are, you know, people are coming to Peoria to watch, you know. Yeah. And so,
0: <laughs> and exactly. So for
1: that, yeah, so for that, just being out, um, for me, it's just probably, it really took on a life of its own, uh, where it became realistic around my junior year where I was like, you know, I went out, played in ABCD, which was like an all-American camp, um, against the top talent, you know, probably, you know, around that time as well,
0: mm-hmm. high
1: school, you know, you could go to the NBA out of high school. So there was, yeah, you know, there was, there was a lot of, you know, high school players that were considered to be NBA uh, draftees. And um, just getting a chance to go against them and show my talents and then having you know, after that, have an opportunity, you know, to possibly go. I mean, that's when you know, it became came real for me.
0: As a kid, what NBA player did you most look up to and why?
1: <laughs> well, again, being from Illinois, Jordan is, you know, Jordan is, is where it was at for everybody. Everybody wanted to jump like Mike, fly like Mike, you know, be yeah, like Mike. But um, exactly. as I started getting older, you know, for me, my uh, my go to was uh, Penny Hardaway. If he wouldn't, obviously, you know, the injuries and you know, him and Grand Hill, you know, but, uh, you know, Penny was my
0: favorite for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the best to ever do it for sure. Wanted to ask you, you know, growing up in the Midwest, what do you think is a bonus to coming up in the Midwest?
1: Yeah, just, I, I really believe your value system, you know, again. Yeah. Um, it's kind of that, it's really that, uh, you know, hard hat lunchbox, you know, the Midwest is. It's, it's Yeah. Of, you know, the hard hat lunchbox type of place where, you know, you, you raise your kids, you know, yeah. on the reality, you know, um, and not necessarily what you see yeah. on TV.
0: Yeah, um, hard work, and we also I feel like we also look out for each other too. I feel like there's absolutely that.
1: yeah, absolutely. It's I mean, it's more about you know who you are and you know and what kind of person you are. You know, your reputation. You know, uh, having respect for people, getting respect. I mean, it's everything. You know, um, and so I mean, I think just. Being raised with those uh those morals and ethics, I think that's kind of you know, what I rely on and what, what means the most to me, uh, when I think of you know, when I think of Illinois or the Midwest in general.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean we, we had we had uh not great weather, but we make up for it in uh in the fabric right. that we in the right. that we get. <laughs>
1: that's right, that's so, right. Build, so build
0: tell us about your most memorable high school game and why was it your most memorable high school game?
1: Well, it probably had to be yeah, it would be the state championships. Um my first we, we won two. We went back to back my junior senior year, my mm-hmm. first year, um, hit the game, win a shot
0: to mm. win the state
1: championship. So you That's know just huge. going through going through a lot of adversity that I went through my first two years of high school and getting to the stage where, you know, I felt like, you know, I belong. Um it just I mean that was that was special to me and do it to do it with um you know my my teammates. Um, you know, kid. You know the teammates that I, I knew my whole life. Went to grade school together. Um, you know, it was just to celebrate our accomplishment. Everything we went through is special. Mm-hmm. So probably state championship my my junior year for sure. And then after that, the senior year is a close second.
0: Okay, okay, that's great. Um, Game winning shot. I mean, that's that's it. You know, that's just got to feel unbelievable.
1: Yeah, too. it's hard to talk. To
0: talk to us about your near. Career-ending injury, the, the knee injury of 2007. What was, you know, what was going through your head when it happened? And and, and the second question to that is, prior to that, what was your biggest test in life? Um, prior to that experience.
1: Um, you know, probably um, my biggest test in life was probably before that experience. Um, was going to the draft, going into the draft because. You know just it was a lot of turmoil at the time um, you know it it was some some internal conflicts um uh-huh. you know, just with your family and you know it's always hard right um you know, just with dealing with family people that you love and care about, and you know things start to change dynamics you know relationships can can start to change and go a different direction uh-huh. um you know once once you know money and family success and a lot of that stuff starts to become involved. And you know, for me, that's what I had to deal with at 18. You had
0: to tighten up the circle a little bit when when you were going to do that, like who you could. Yeah,
1: just you yep. know, um, yep. I, I mean, or just learning, I guess, learning who the circle was,
0: mm-hmm. you know, through
1: that time. And I think the you know the climax of that was, you know, once I got injured, you know, really understanding and finding out, you know, who was all in the circle, you know. Wow. Um. So, you know, for me, that was that was probably the biggest moment.
0: Can you talk to us? About any adversity or fear that may have been present, you know, during other transitions you've made along your life's journey. Um, uh, like I know that you, you spent time on several teams, right? After yeah, your knee injury rehab, um, o- there was OKC, Miami Heat, the Bucks, right? Um, yeah, how many, how many, yeah, how many teams, how many teams total? I mean, you're like, you're like the prototype for this show, man, because it's all about transition and what, what emotions come up for us in those transitions, and how we deal with those emotions to um, to, get to, yeah. side, to, to get us to the other side to get us the other side gracefully, right? So that's yeah. that's what I'll put I'll throw it out to you.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's really the biggest thing. Um, you know, just how do you deal with those emotions? How do you deal with the adversity? You know, that's really um it's it's you know when when it's all good and everything's good, we're all having a good day, it's easy to put like <laughs> yeah. practice you know <laughs> exactly. it's easy for us to go through our day but when we start dealing with that adversity that's that's when you really find out who you are and you know what you're you know what you're willing to accept and not accept and you know for me um just quitting you know it, it wasn't it wasn't an option i wasn't I wasn't willing mm. to accept that and so
0: mm.
1: um you know pushing forward um understanding things happen you know um you know as you get older um you know the business um you know politics or whatever the case may be i mean things can take over right that's out of your control but of course and you know and um for me just you know dealing with those things and you know accepting them and then moving on i think that's the biggest thing uh, you know just accepting sometimes what happens to you um so you can put it behind you and move forward um you know you have to get through that, but for me it's it was just grinding every day, uh knowing that you know um, my purpose maybe my purpose was bigger than basketball, maybe my purpose was you know not to be the, the you know the greatest point guard to ever come out of high school or whatever the case may be so
0: yeah. that
1: was that was me just kind of grinding through those those thoughts
0: can you sort of walk us through what was going on in your head when you finally um got that championship with the warriors man what like what? Just walk us through what those emotions were like for you.
1: Yeah, it was tough. I mean, I'm, I'm not a super emotional person, but um, you know, I think my adrenaline was so high. Um, you know, just winning, and again, just it's the journey. You know, that's why. You know, I stated this before, but um, um, I was talking about this with one of my boys, that just, you know, that's why you see people. You know, that when you win a championship, and you see guys who pouring champagne on each other because of the grind and the struggle, you know, it's hard. It's one of the hardest things professionally that you'll ever have to do, you know, and just to get through that, you know, get through that journey to, you know, make it through unscathed um, with with all the scars that you pick up along the way and then, you know, to finally stand, you know, on top of the mud, you know, like you're going through the mud the whole time. But once you get there and you realize, wow, like I'm on top, of the mud, I'm on top of, you know, all of my, you know, issues, uh-huh. problems, adversities, all the stuff that you know came came my way. You know, I, I was able to conquer that, and that's, you know, the reward is greater than the risk on any level.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent, and, I, and I, I'd add to that that I feel like maybe that victory wouldn't even be as sweet with all, without riding through it's that true. adversity. You know what I mean? It's
1: true. It's true. Yeah. And if it was easy. You know, then everybody would do it.
0: Yeah, we wouldn't appreciate it. So as much yeah. as as much as people want to, you know, um, I feel like, in, and again, this 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 podcast is for listeners that are going through things and transitioning, and, and sometimes people want to throw their arms up, man. You know, and they get frustrated yeah. and all that. But oh, hearing, it's, yeah, human nature. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's human nature. But it's just if we just remember what's on the other side of that, um, I think it'll carry us through. It'll help carry for us sure. through. Yeah. For sure,
1: for sure. You can't go through life not making mistakes because that's, that's mm. who we are, right? We're all going to make mistakes. Um, you know, it's just what, it's just what happens, but you know, embracing that, and embracing the chance to take risks, and, you know, and I think that was kind of, you know, for me, um, trusting my body, trusting, you know, my game, my skill and, you know, uh, taking on more risk the more confident I got. And I think that was probably the barrier for
0: me. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I think it was uh when you shared that Babe Ruth, that Babe Ruth quote came to mind with, you know, I think he, he's he got the most home runs, I think, but he also had the most strikeouts ever.
1: That's right.
0: right? So that speaks
1: that's speaks right. that.
0: You gotta, that's right. you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Sean. Yeah.
1: That's right. That's yeah. right. And it's true. You,
0: you can't, you can't let that pressure get to you,
1: right? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, so, that's just, you know, that's the biggest thing and it's hard. It's hard to do. You know, we're all, I don't know if anybody's immune to it, you know. Um, regardless of what they might say, right? I mean, right. We, we're all going to deal with it, um, but it's how we deal with it. I think that's that's the you know kind of what what sets us apart, you know. And so, just, just kind of embrace it and you know embrace it and you know move move forward and understand it's a part of you know life, it's a part of what happens and the stakes are high, you know. And I mean, just how you look at it. I mean, for me, it's it's fun, you know. Um, it wasn't fun losing the finals, you know, yeah. but at the same time, knowing that we gave everything we had, we did, you know, um, we, we stepped up to the plate and gave it our best shot. You know, um, you know, we can live with those results.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So you found, uh, by embracing it, you, you, you lessen it, basically. It's only, it's only when we're fighting it you know, when we're fighting with it then then I think it gets to us more.
1: Trust me, I'm going through it like everybody else and, you know, like I'll have thoughts like, man, this sucks. Or this hard or man, this is you know, whatever the case may be. But um it's it's, you know, getting back on the horse and being like, you know what, this is this is what's gonna make me better. This is what's gonna strengthen me. This is what's gonna, you know, um, you know, define me or whatever the whatever the case may be. So just Trying to have that positive outlook and that positive spin on it, regardless of the, you know, of the circumstances.
0: 100%. Yeah, I'm glad you shared that. That's, again, that's, that's the sort of message to this podcast is, you know, everybody, everybody goes through it, man, you know, as a human being, no matter what you do, what lane you're in. Um, you know, th- I feel like this is wisdom that applies across the board. Who was one of the most influential mentors or people in your early life and, and why?
1: Um, probably about you know, my grandfather, I mean, just teaching me the ropes, teaching me, you know, um, just intangibles, you know, how to be a young man, you know, mm-hmm. um, how to respect people, how to, um, you know, just discipline me, um, you know, picking up after yourself, little things, you know, all the details that go a long way and being able to take care of yourself when you leave the mess, you know, and so, I mean, he, he definitely had, you know, the biggest probably the biggest uh, influence without even knowing it, you know, without even knowing
0: it. Is there anything significant about your jersey number and why you chose it?
1: Well, I had 34 when I was in grade school. Um, one, two, they didn't have my my original number, 14. And then three, um, you know, probably the greatest basketball well, best basketball player to ever come out of Pure Illinois, uh, in my opinion is Howard Nathan. And he graduated, he was in, you know, you want to watch the movie Hoop Dreams with um, what's his, what's the guy's name? That's oh, she, a little,
0: uh, hoop
1: dreams. That's, hoop dreams.
0: Yeah, hoop just, dreams yeah, with uh, look Bobby up. Knight. Bobby Knight. With yeah, uh,
1: hoop yeah. Hoop yeah it, look at up. Right? hoop dreams. Uh-huh. Great movie. Um okay. And you know, basically, um, one of the best players to ever come out uh, of Peoria. In honor of him and the roots, and I mean, he was in a pretty bad car accident and kind of left him paralyzed from the legs down. And, you know, just just again knowing how much uh, he means to the city, how much. You know, uh, basketball means to him, you know, and he they obviously all still watch the game and love the game, you know, and so just, to, uh, kind of, you know, live through him, and, um, you know, give that hope and inspiration. I mean, that's, you know, that was my, that was kind of a reason and a choice for, for 34.
0: That's beautiful, man. Um, uh, and then here's another one. What do you enjoy spending time on outside of basketball and why?
1: Uh, for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get into some different business ventures. But I, I mean, if I had to, you know, talk about different hobbies, um, you know, i would probably go maybe reading. Um, you know, I, I read every now and then. I haven't read any good book. Well, I've read any books lately. But it's just been crazy busy. But, um, you know, reading. Love movies. Obviously, for me, you know, a lot of downtime going to different movies. And then from there it's just, you know, it's just community work, man. Uh, I have a foundation called the the Foundation basically. uh it's it's based in our hometown of Peoria, Illinois. Um uh, and you know, it's just about the kids and you know, giving back to the community, understanding where you came from, you know, uh, not forgetting you know, your roots, where you came from and investing in the community, investing in the kids, you know. Um wanting to see, you know, there'd be many of kids that make it out you know, that wouldn't have the opportunity otherwise, you know. Um, so, for me, that's, uh, you know, I, I spend a lot of time, as uh, much time as I can, put it that way, it's not a lot of time in the summer, you know, playing all the way up into the finals, but as um, much time as I can back home doing us uh, and community work as well.
0: Who's your current favorite artist and, and why?
1: Current favorite artist? Yeah. Oh uh, man, I, you know I'm a kind of a I'm a I'm a Nipsey Hussle fan. You know that's kind of a low key one, but
0: uh, oh you know, man,
1: he's, he's a he's a rap artist out of L.A.
0: Speaking of hustle, there, you know this this is the hustle sanctuary. You know he was selling his mixtape for like 000, uh, a thousand dollars. Uh, yeah. Did you hear did you hear about that?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean you you know you got to go back to his roots, man. I mean it started before then as entrepreneurship. You know, trying to sell you know CDs. He uh, was selling a mixtape and. For a hundred dollars. And, yeah. and then the mixtape, you know, again, a thousand dollar mixtape, it, it was more of an experience, you know. I mean, it was other things that were included in that, you know. Okay. It's not just okay. listening to the, the the CD, you know. So, I mean, you know, there's concert, concert venues, um, you know, meet and greet, stuff like that, you know. So, uh, it, it was more, it was more than just, uh, a blank copy of a CD. I
0: respect the ingenuity of that idea and the hustle you know yeah well it's,
1: it's yeah it's an entrepreneurship you know exactly um, it, it, trying to make a lane for himself and not just following the same path you know that was taken by other artists you know and so just listening to his music understanding some of his vibes that he goes through you know yeah. um, maybe from different places or whatever the case may be but you know you can always still respect the hustle
0: absolutely and anytime somebody like takes that risk and jumps out of that lane to try yes, something sir. different nothing but respect man Yes, sir. What's something that you've learned, uh, some knowledge that you gained, or some wisdom as a result of playing with Steph Curry?
1: Um, I mean, just more. I don't think it's anything I learned as far as knowledge and wisdom. It's more of just you know understanding who he is as a person, you know, getting to know him as a person, and you know, realizing that you know he's a better person than he is a basketball player, which is amazing, you know, because not too many superstars are, you know, are, are humbled and men of faith, and you know, so. Just, uh, you know, I think just having the utmost respect for him and who he is and, you know, his foundation. I think that's that goes, you know, so much further than anything that he could show me or anything that I could learn on the court from him.
0: Try to stay humble yourself. You know, you got a lot of attention, I guess, as a high school star, right? So was that tricky, you know, because you, you, you strike me as a down to earth dude. You know, yeah, so, it so is was tricky, it. But that you was know? kind of
1: always my calling yeah. card, um, trying to stay <laughs> humble. And you know, staying humble, staying low to the ground, I and mean, you know, um, there was you know probably a time there when I went off to LA, you know, just got kind of was searching for myself and figuring out you know who I wanted to be and what I was trying to do. And, you know, you go through different learning learning curves, and for me, um, definitely being, um, def I, I think definitely just going through the that learning curve and, and realizing, man, that you know. Um, Everything you know, nothing is promise. You know, nothing's promise, and you know, it's uh, it's more again. It's how you treat people. You know, and so it's it's easy to be it's easy to be an asshole. It's easy to be you know a <laughs> jerk or whatever. You know, a lot exactly.
0: of times, um, especially when you're younger, Sean. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's why I'm like, dude, I I just got mad respect for you, man. To to have that much shine as a younger individual. And, you know, and, and, and and stay balanced, man. You know, that's, that's a a testament to you.
1: Yeah. And I mean, a testament to my family and I think, you know, to your
0: your grandfather. Like like you said, yeah. That's, that's a beautiful thing, man. That's That's a good, and and you're setting a good example for others, man. You know? Sure. So that's, that's great. Um, let's go here. Outside of another championship, what other mountains are you currently trying to climb that you haven't yet?
1: Um, I think, you know, being, you know, raising a family, being a father one day, um, that would be, you know, a goal, a goal of mine. Um, and then from there, just probably, you know, life after basketball. Um, you know, I think basketball has been such a, uh, you know, it's been such a staple in my life, so staying, I think I'll, I would want to stay with it after once I retire, you know, just getting to possibly... Um, being in the front office, maybe one day uh, general manager or you know, people say okay. coaching all the time. Coaching, it's not anything I'm interested in as of right now, but it could happen. Maybe working for the league or for you know a, a team one day. So just those those kind of personal goals, I would say.
0: What advice would you give to your 18 year old self?
1: Be patient. You know, I still still struggle with patience today, but I think I'm more patient. And I think that, you know, I think time does that to all of us. But I would say be patient.
0: Okay, that's great. That's great. And then we'll wrap up with this question here. Uh, What is your favorite quote and why?
1: My favorite quote, man. Um. I would probably say um, it's probably a Bible verse. I mean, you know, just through understanding what's certain me. Is there a certain, me, yeah, is just, there a certain called, piece? Yeah, say? just, yeah, for for me, it's just, you know, be be grateful, be thankful for perseverance for through perseverance develops character. And um, I think that's it, it's so true on so many levels and obviously I can relate uh, my journey is, you know, it's it's related to that. And but, so um, just living by that.
0: Okay, like you, yeah, you wouldn't be the Sean you are today without all that adversity. So basically Absolutely. be, be
1: and, and, grateful. And, and, and decisions that we make, decisions that we always make, they're going to determine our footsteps and who we are as a person. You know, so uh just making those decisions um, and then also our circumstances, right? Understanding, you know, things are going to happen in life that's well, you know it's it's life things are going to happen to all of us right and yeah. you know it's how we deal with those things how we bounce back um, persevering and and knowing that you know you don't, I don't you don't can't look in the past you can't get anything back right yeah. um so for for you know just being grateful you know for things that happen and i think you know again accepting that being at peace making peace with that uh it allows for further blessings to to come in the future in the present and the future
0: Absolutely, man. I call it looking for gold in the rubble, you know? Yes, sir. There you go. So thank you so much, man, for joining us today and, uh, and taking the time. And I'm sure people are going to get a lot out of this one. So thank for you.
1: For sure. For sure. Good luck, Ooh, man. Can, Thanks for can, having me can on.
0: People, can people find you on Instagram too? You want to
1: shout that out? oh uh, yeah. I've been kind of quiet lately uh, this <laughs> summer, but um, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on Instagram. Uh, okay, you, so can, you can pull me up. Yeah. All
0: right. All right. We'll have it linked up, man. Thank you very yes, much. Sir. Enjoy your Enjoy your summer.